Good evening, everybody. It's time to begin our service this evening. Tonight we will have one song, and I'm assuming David has announcements. Uh, two more songs, and then we'll have our lesson this evening. Our first song tonight is on the overhead only. It's How Great Is Our God. How Great Is Our God. You want to stand for this song, please? The splendor of a king clothed in majesty. Let all your rejoice, all your rejoice. He wraps himself in light and darkness tries to hide. It trembles at his voice, trembles at his Good evening, church family. A couple of announcements uh, before we have our devotional. Uh, as a reminder, uh, the food pantry still needs some items. Uh, it's in the Rome Journal, the list of items we need, and there's also a list on the foyer board. So if you can help out with that, it would be greatly appreciated. Also, Saturday, this coming Saturday, October 28th, is Trunk or Treat. Um, there's a sign-up sheet on the table out in the foyer where the TV's at. If you're planning on participating, um, Tonight's the last night for you to sign up to let um, uh, the committee know, the youth committee know that uh, you're participating in Trunk or Treat to pass out candy and how you're planning on decorating your trunk. Um, so that, and that is at 6 o'clock, Trunk or Treat is. Um, also, uh, Potluck this Sunday, uh, we'll have 1 o'clock service. There will be no 6 p.m. Uh, service. 
Also, November 1st is Stepping Stone Supper. Um, Mexican is on the menu. It is at 530. Um, all the proceeds of that go to our mission fund. Uh, so uh, come help support Stepping Stones and the great things that they do for Rome. Also, November 3rd and 4th is the Fort Hill Youth Rally. Uh, tonight is the last night to sign up for the Fort Hill Youth Rally. Um, it is November 3rd through the 4th. Uh, the van plans on leaving at 4 o'clock on Friday. And if you have a child that's planning on going to the Fort Hill Youth Rally, see Derek tonight. See Derek tonight if you have a child planning on going to the Fort Hill Youth Rally. But it should be a lot of fun. Kyle Butts is a speaker there, and he usually speaks at CYC and does a fantastic job. Um, also, uh, November 12th, after the morning services, Life Group 1, that's Rick's Life Group, and Life Group 2, that's Gary's Life Group, will be hosting a veterans dinner um, to help uh, so Yes, okay, together. Uh, be hosting uh, together a dinner and um, to help support our veterans and, and how you all served our country. Um, so that please put that in your schedule on November 12th after Sunday services. Also, men's meeting. Um, so men, please put this on your schedule. Men's meeting is November 18th at 8.30 a.m. on Saturday morning. So we do encourage all the men to come to that to help um, come up with our vision and our theme for the 2024 year. So, so please come and, um, and support that. Also, November 19th um, is a special needs contribution and Thanksgiving food drive. Um, so please put that in your schedule as well. Also, November 22nd, uh, that is Thanksgiving weekend, and we've always done this, but as a reminder that there will be a Devo only, no Bible class on that uh, November 22nd, that Wednesday. Also, um, we're uh, needing members as well to help out to uh, pick up some of our older members that uh, can't drive at night. Uh, so we're needing help with volunteers for that. If you can help out with that, please see me, and um, we'll sign you up for a list as well uh, for that. Um, so if you can help out, please see me. Uh, updates on our prayer list. Remember, continue to keep Jimmy Wilgus in your prayers. He has an appointment in Columbus tomorrow, uh, so keep him in your prayers that uh, everything's still good with him. Also, keep Jim Haney and Jim Martin in your prayers as well as they continue with their cancer treatment. Uh, keep Chuck Davidson in your prayers as well. Uh, that's Denise Spears and Connie Sullivan's um, cousin. Uh, so keep Chuck in your prayers as well. He continues with his cancer treatments. Uh, Mary continue to keep uh, Tim Hewitt in your prayers as he's recovering. He was here today and he was here Sunday night. Uh, but uh, it was good to see him. But keep him in your prayers. Keep Marvin Jordan in your prayers as well. He has a doctor's appointment coming up this week as well. Uh, to pray that everything's okay with him. Uh, keep Carolyn O'Lynn in your prayers. Uh, she's still at St. Mary's right now and hopefully be able to come home soon uh, or uh, uh, somewhere soon. Um, but uh, she's doing better, so that's great news. Praise God for answering our prayers on her behalf. Also, remember, continue to keep Friday Simpson in your prayers. Uh, she has some major decisions uh, on her life and, and just health decisions, not life, but just health decisions. Um, so keep her in your prayers as well. Um, keep Roger Pryor in your prayers. Uh, he's, he's just had skin can uh, sent some skin cancer removed from his neck um, so, uh, and, and biopsied. So uh, 
pray that everything's okay with Roger. And Myrna, continue to keep Charlie and Alice Boso in your prayers as well. And uh, Beverly Edwards has um, knee surgery tomorrow. Um, and so keep Beverly Edwards in your prayers as well. Uh, that's all the announcements I have. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right, if you're planning on going to the veterans dinner, there's a sign-up sheet on the four-year board. Please sign up um, as soon as possible so that way they know who's coming to the, to the dinner and uh, they can prepare accordingly for that. Anything else I may have missed? All right, let's go to God in prayer this time. Our gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for all the many blessings you give us, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to be able to be here this evening, Lord, to be able to apply your word to our everyday life, Lord, so that way we can be a shining light within our community, within our workplace, within our schools, Lord. We ask you to always continue to guide and direct us, Lord, help us in our everyday lives. Lord, we ask you this time to continue to be with our elders, Lord, and the decisions they make for this congregation. Be with their families, Lord. Give them the wisdom that they need, Lord, and continue on blessing them and help us to be encouragement to them. Lord, we ask you this time to continue to be with our sick, be with Jimmy and Jim and uh, Jim Haney and Jim Martin and Chuck as they continue with their cancer treatments, Lord. Just be with the chemos that they're, they're going through, Lord. Be with their family members who are taking, helping and taking care of them. Lord, we ask you this time to continue to be with Tim as as he recovers, Lord, and be with his health, we ask you this time to be with Marvin Jordan and and Friday Simpson and Carolyn O'Lynn and Beverly Edwards, Lord, as they have, they're in a hospital or they have doctor's appointments, Lord, we ask you to be with them and be with the doctors, Lord, that, uh, that everything goes well with them, Lord. Lord, we ask you this time to continue to, to be with our youth here at Rome. Lord, we ask you to be with them, give them the guidance they need, Lord. Help us to help them, Lord, in their everyday lives. And we pray, Lord, that they continue as they grow older, that they end up following you in their everyday lives, Lord, that they doing, that they continue on doing your will. Lord, but most of all, Lord, we are so thankful for your love and your grace that you have given to us in sending your son to die on the cross for us, Lord. Lord, we could never repay what you've given to us, Lord. But, Lord, I pray that we, that we will continue on doing our best, Lord, in our prayer life, in our Bible reading, in our spiritual lives, that, that, uh, that we'll let others know who you are, Lord, and bring others bring the lost to you, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. Be with us the rest of this week and keep us safe. It's in Jesus Christ's name I do pray. Amen. Next song this evening uh, is on the overhead only. It's Behold Our God. I led this uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, so I wanted to lead it again. Behold Our God.
The song before our lesson this evening is number 829. 829, Mansion Over the Hilltop. I'm satisfied with just a cut below a little silver and a little gold. But in that city where it will shine, I want a gold one, that silver line. I've got a mansion just over the hilltop in that Good evening. If anybody ever says they're not nervous when they get up here, you just kind of look at them and take a second look and see. <laughs> Tanya, I was walking around this morning, and Tanya said, what's wrong? I said, I got the Devo tonight. She said, uh, you'll be fine. And in my mind, I'm thinking, holy cow, they've had two good lessons back to back, and I don't want to be the guy that drops the ball, you know? So we're going to give it a shot see what happens. Um, anybody got a routine they do every day? Non, non-stop, they wake up, get a cup of coffee, sit down, read the paper. Just what you do, that's your kind of your routine. Well, my wife has a routine. She sure does. It's when our kids walk out the door. They're going somewhere. It doesn't make a difference if it's going to school, going to dance, baseball games, neighbor's house, whatever. Last words out of Tanya's mouth for our kids for the last... 20 years have been be a light listen to your teachers your coach play nice with the other boys and girls I love you God loves you those have been her words coming out of her mouth 
for as long as I can remember. Never failed. Every goodbye. Always had that, that saying in with him. Thought it was a good saying because it tells you exactly what God expects of you. If you read God's word, that's what he expects out of us. All those things. Very simple statements of life, and they serve us well if we listen to them. If you have your Bibles tonight, go ahead and turn to 1 Thessalonians. We're going to be skipping around a little bit, but that's where we'll be. If you read Paul's first letter there to the Thessalonians, it reads, it reads like a letter of support to the young covert, convert, converts or, the, or young children. has a whole bunch of good advice about a bunch of different things that he tells them. It's something that we can, each, every part of that letter talks a little bit about how we can apply to our lives with our daily walk with God. No matter what season of life you're in, I'm not going to be like Ben and tell you that if you're old at a certain age, I'm not going to do that. Because <laughs> I saw how that looked. You're in certain sea lights. It tells how proud he is of our conversion and what it means. In 1 Thessalonians 1, verse 4, it says, We know, brothers and sisters, loved by God, that he has chosen you because, because our gospel comes to you not simply with words but also with power, with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. You know how we lived among you for your sake. You became imitators of us and of the Lord, for you welcomed the message in the midst of severe suffering with joy given by the Holy Spirit. And so you became a model to all believers in Macedonia and Achaia. The Lord's message rang out from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia. Your faith in God has become known everywhere. Wouldn't that be good for the people of Rome to know that our faith in God it surrounds this community. Wouldn't that be great to know? He said that. That's what God wants. He wants us to be the example. He wants us to be that light. We, all, we know that because in John 1 and 4 he says, In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. And that light shined, that light shined in the darkness, and the darkness has, has not overcome it. Just listen to that. God's love and light has not been overcome by darkness. Paul knew that there was going to be times that were going to be hard. He knew our faith was going to be challenged. They will face all types of sin and persecution. And those of Thessalonica did, didn't they? They had lots of challenges upon them. We will face sin every day. Darkness surrounds us. But we must choose to be and to follow the light of Christ. Paul told them to hold fast to their faith in chapter 3. In verse 8 it says, For now we live, and if you stand fast in the Lord, and he, then he continues over in verse, chapter 4, verse 1, Finally then, brethren, we urge you, exhort the Lord Jesus, that you should abound more and more, just as you received from us, that you ought to walk to please God. It tells us how we should walk. It's our walk that matters in life. Everybody knows my family, Ben is a runner. It's not a sprint. Our life is not a sprint, but a marathon. You need to learn, care, and grow in God. And by showing and teaching and doing all of this for God is what counts. That's how we measure ourselves. Will there be roadblocks? Will you stumble? Absolutely. We all have fallen short of the glory of God. But that's not our desire. 
Our desire is to follow God, to be that light, to follow him and do his will. Paul knew that they were going to continually face sin and darkness. And as any good leader or a parent, in Tanya's case, you got you to spell that prize out at the end. And he did that, didn't he, in chapter 4. Paul told him of the day of the Lord. He told him of Christ's coming. He told him everything that was involved in it. He told him how, they, how the Lord will return with the trumpets, who will, be, who will be called up to the air, to the clouds, and in what order. And, but he also told him this. But he told him, in darkness, if you live in darkness, you will have no hope. With these words, Paul comforted him, told him to be ready, told him that nobody knows when the Lord will come, that he'll come as a thief in the night. And the only way that they don't miss his coming is to live in the light, to be the light. That's the only way. He tells them that in 1 Thessalonians 4 and 13. I've told you all of this to tell you, tell you this. If you remember at the beginning of, Tanya, of this lesson, Tanya had some very specific praises. Be the light. Be nice to the boys and girls and the children. Listen to your teachers. I love you. God loves you. He told him that. Paul, in the bottom of this lesson, also tells him things. Has anybody ever seen a UPS driver, driver drop a package off besides Jerry Stevens? <laughs> They do some very specific things. In the year 2021, UPS drivers dropped off more than 21 million packages a day across this country. Okay? They have more than 902,000 drivers. They take safety very, very serious at that, the plant. So seriously, they have one whole division. That that's all they do is study accidents, study dropping stuff off, make it the most efficient and the safest way that they can. Every driver goes to a school. And some of the drivers, they have a very, very rigorous set of routine that they do in order to drop packages off. Simple, just pull a truck in and drop a package off, right? No. No. First thing they got to do is they got to put their flashers on, check their mirrors, make eye contact with other motorists, sound their horn when they're backing up, they must back into all delivery spots if they're leaving the roadway. Why? Statistically, there are few, fewer accidents backing into a spot than there is to backing into a street. Pull the mirrors in, shut and lock the doors, deliver the package. And they're going to do that 21 million times a day. Seems kind of crazy, doesn't it? Why do they do that? Why don't they do it? If they don't do it, you know what happens to them? They're unemployed. They're very seriously in trouble. And I, I, I talked to Jerry about it. I talked to a couple of drivers down at Marshall because those trucks come in all the time. And they go, if I back out onto that street, I'm not going to be working here tomorrow. So they have a very set, set of rules to follow every time they deliver a package. The little things make the big thing work. Okay. Paul knew that. In Paul's letter, he knew that the little things make the big thing work. Just not doing the commands in chapter 5 
can have a great impact on your faith. It may cause you to not walk in the light. Starting in verse 12 of chapter 5, if you've got your book, let's go ahead, your Bible, let's go ahead and turn there. I wrote my book, I mean, my Bible that uh, I call these the standing orders of God. I mean, that's uh, from a military guy coming to you. Standing orders, we know what those mean in my line of work. You do these and you do them religiously every day the same way because they're life-saving. In verse 12 it says, To acknowledge all those who work among you who are for the Lord and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard and love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. And we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those that are idle, disruptive, encourage the disheartened, help the weak, be patient with everyone. Make sure that their body pays back, pay, no one's paid back for wrong, for wrong, for being wrong. But always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. And listen up. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstance, for for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. Do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Hold on to what is good and reject every form of evil. Did Paul know how important each of these commands were? Yes, he absolutely did. Because who was Paul? Did Paul remember who he was? He sure did. He remembered everything that came about him. Why, where he was and why he was there. In 1 Timothy 1 and 15 it says, This is the faithful saying and the worthy of all acceptance, that Christ Jesus came to the world to save sinners, whom I am chief. He knew who he was and he knew his place, and he knew what God wanted him to do. Paul knew that these commands were very simple, easy to remember, and to understand. We don't do them just today. We do them every day. They become a part of our life Every single day. When your routine, when you do your routine in the morning, do you do, do you do it without thinking? Yes, majority of the times I do. I do them without even thinking about it because I've made it a part of my life. That's what Paul wanted us to do with these. Paul knew that each of these would help us, help Christians stay in the light and do God's will. Let's just look at a couple of them real quick and then we'll, we'll move on. In verse 16, Paul tells us to pray continuously. In Colossians 4 and 2, it says, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And in Romans 12 and 12, it says, Be hopeful and patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Paul, the writer of all three of these letters, was very consistent to what he was telling the saints. Do some of this, do these two verses mirror some of the stuff that he's telling the people here in 1 Thessalonians? Yes, it does. Let's move on down to verse 22, where it says, reject every kind of sin. That's very simple. Wrong is wrong, and sin is sin. There's no gray area. There's no justification. Sin is sin. And that Paul knew that. We read in 1 Peter 3 and 12, it says, that it states that for the eye of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayers, but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. I say reject evil, all forms of it. Paul also knew this, takes help to supporting and strengthening one's face. We don't do it by ourselves. We have to have others that helped us. Probably one of the most important verses in chapter 5 that I kind of, 
kind of get drawn to is Paul told them to comfort each other and to edify or to teach one another just as what as just as they were doing in chapter in verse, verse 11 just as Tanya taught our kids how to leave the house and what was expected of them just as Chris stands before you here on a Sunday and tells you God's word just as Ricky is going to be tonight teaching Bible lessons our job to the community is to teach is to tell everybody what God's word is how great he is and what his plan of salvation is for each of us Paul wasn't the only teacher then Jesus taught didn't he in Matthew 27 37 and 39 Jesus tells us love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul and with all your mind and we're to love our neighbors as ourselves do all does all that fit into what Paul has been saying Brothers and sisters, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you tonight, don't be afraid to be God's light. Don't be afraid to love your neighbors, your brothers and your sisters in Christ. Don't be afraid to tell people about God. God loves each of us, and God will be here for each of us. If there's somebody here tonight that hasn't put God on in prayer, in, in baptism, or just needs the prayer of the church, if they could come as we stand and sing. Will you pray with me? Dear Lord, thank you for the service that we've had this evening, for the, um, the message that was spoke, Father. I, I pray that as we all understand the, the mission that's given to us, it's a, a simple to understand mission. Go and be the light and spread the good news to the world and live our lives in a way that that we know that we, we should to imitate Christ, to do as he did, to, to read, to study, and to, to work to show ourselves approved. Father, we know these things, um, 
but sometimes we struggle to follow through and do them. Father, I pray tonight that uh, we have the courage, uh, the zeal, and the boldness to, to take what we know and to put it into practice. Um, thank you for, for Dickie's lesson. May it penetrate our hearts, and may we be changed by your word. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.